Hey, hey, what's going on? Journal correspondent John Ross, Marcus Cox, coming back, at, coming back at you today with my second video discussing uh, Oliver Anthony's Richmond, North of Richmond. The other, other video I did was just kind of putting it into a broader um, cultural context and pulling in and, show, and showing all the wide-ranging reaction, positive reactions from different types of people, different backgrounds, you know, all, all, that stuff, all that stuff. And I was posing a question of, is this song the next step in the brewing cultural revolution that's already underway in the United States of America? And so for those of y'all that haven't watched that and don't know what I'm talking about here, talking about Oliver Anthony's Richmond, North of Richmond, this is a song that the author, the singer, was a total unknown one night at 10 p.m. and then woke up the next morning and his this song had went viral and he had millions and millions and millions of views and already hundreds if not thousands of uh, reactions from YouTube personalities and Twitter personalities and uh, TikTok influencers and and all that and so I've heard a lot of people it's trying to figure out why is this why is this guy why is he going why is he getting so big so fast. In fact, the matter is, it really has nothing to do with how, how good of a singer he is or, you know, the, how professional quality his, video, his, his songs are or videos are. It's the content of what he's saying. It's not that he is some sexy, ripped-up dude with muscles or, um, you know, has, has a well-known brand. It's because of what he's saying. And what he's saying is the middle and lower-class people in this country – no matter what the mass media wants to wants to say or wants to put out there, as if they're as if trans issues are are like widespread and people that oppose them are hateful or that uh, COVID or Donald Donald Trump issues are that that's that that's the what people are thinking about. It's not normal. People are literally trying to survive right now, trying to feed their families and trying to stay out of total and utter despair because the elite in this country, the establishment left, establishment right, Democrats, Republicans, all the rich white people for the most part, don't care, they don't care about us. They don't care about normal people. They don't care about blacks that live in the hood or poor whites that live in a trailer park or in southeast Kentucky, Appalachia. They don't care about the Hispanics living in our urban areas that are coming across the border without anywhere to, without anywhere to sleep. They don't, they don't care. They don't care about the working class. It's like if milk is double the price it was three years ago. They, they don't give a damn. So other than me trying to convince you that, let's, let's, let's listen to what he has to say, and I'll give you some, I'm going to give you some commentary along the way. Um, but again, this is Oliver Anthony. The song is Rich Men North of Richmond. Here we go. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Overtime hours for bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. First of all, I mean, do I even know do I anything else about that line? Who doesn't feel like that? That you know. You're working in a warehouse with no windows, 12-hour shifts. You come home, dinner's, dinner's cold, kids sleep, practice is already over. Spouse is exhausted. So you ain't get. I mean, you ain't getting none that night. 
your money's barely stretching to pay your bills. Literally just working all day to waste your life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could. Now, what's he saying when he's saying people like me and people like you? What he's saying is people like me that look like me. Yeah, there's a lot of white people with beards and uh, terrible haircuts and bad T-shirts. People like you, black guys in the hood, black single moms, white single moms, Hispanic, Hispanic families, two or three of them living together in one house trying to, trying to make the dream work over here. As they, as their first year immigrants, or first generation immigrants, the world for people like me and people like you. And so here's here's the deal: some stuff he, that we may say in this, some people on the left are gonna try to make it seem like we're we're saying racist stuff or saying prejudiced stuff or whatever. Like, I don't really give a damn what they think. I'm talking like Oliver North, or I'm sorry, Oliver North, Lord, like Oliver Anthony, I'm talking to people like me and people like you. Let's keep going. You just wake up and it not be true, but it is. It's true. It's already true. Oh, it is. Living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men. Lord knows it all. Just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. What he's saying is there, there is a class out there. There is a group of people that thinks they deserve to know what you do, what you think, how you do it, who you talk to about it, what you put in your phone, when you go to church, when you go to bed, and they think we don't know. They think that we don't understand What's happening now? Maybe maybe the masses don't, and that's kind of where I think people like Oliver Anthony, and I, I think people like myself. That's where we come into play. Is now that enough people know that we need we need people that can deliver that message and continue to get more and more people to listen, so that the people that can do it eloquently, like Oliver Anthony, can get more and more more and more views. But just so, just put everyone on notice. We do know what's going on. Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. Cause the rich men, cause the rich men. I wish politicians would look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere, Lord. Now that one right there, he brought the he brought the smoke right there. Not just miners on an island somewhere. I gotta assume he's talking about O. Epstein. All right, so he's he's telling all the politicians, "How about you stop worrying about uh, getting to Jeffrey Epstein's island to sleep with the sleep with the miners and commit terrible, atrocious crimes against them." And pay attention to the 
struggles of our youth, struggles of our coal miners, struggles of our oil rig workers and our manufacturing workers and all that. And so he's basically saying what the conspiracy, what they would label as conspiracy theorists here that like the richest elitist class in this country is partaking in things unthink that are unthinkable while not even thinking about the lives and the lifestyles of average day, average everyday Americans. What we got folks in the street ain't got nothing to eat and the whole beast milk and welfare. Woo, boy. All right. Again, let's hit them taboo. Let's hit those taboo topics here. Believe it or not, there are those of us that come from a culture of welfare and food stamps that are willing to call spades a spade, okay? Now, unlike most Republicans, I'm going to sit here and act like we need to be cutting food stamps all the way. I mean, like, listen, there's people struggling out there. I mean, like, really hurting. Like, we don't live in a, in a, like a culture where work, even if you are able-bodied, where, like, you really feel rewarded for that work. Like, not, not financially or monetarily, but just, like, as far as, there's no sense of pride. Any any industries where you feel pride in what you do, the auto industry, the mining, the coal mining industry, is demonized in the media by politicians, by MSNBC and CNN, and also even Fox News. I mean, like, it's like they're always trying to get away from those things. At the same time, I can say that, hey, food stamps are pretty, are, actually, are, are necessary. Welfare is necessary. That doesn't mean we got to pay for some fat-ass dude to buy, to buy his ho-hos or his moon pies, his oatmeal cream pies, and just keep stuff in his face. Let's keep going. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me. saying there is listen your dollar ain't shit and you're taxed to death in more ways than just income taxes 
you're constantly taxed throughout your day. Every time you buy something, every hour you work, when you're driving from one place to the other and you're sitting in traffic, you, I mean, you're getting your energy taxed and your um, positive outlook taxed. I mean, I, when, I, when I think tax, when I think here, there's more to say the word taxes there. What I think of taxes is just being taxed. You know, I mean, do y'all feel what I'm saying? People are just tired. They are taxed. They ain't got nothing left. I think that's why people were so quick to shut down and, like, be okay with two weeks to slow the spread. Because honestly, dude, honestly, people, like, society was just tired. They needed a, they needed a damn break. I mean, we'd been like a like a fifteen year grind. I mean, I was a, I was a young adult at the time. You know, when all that went down, I was thirty four or whatever. But like from twenty four to thirty four, I can remember that decade was just. I mean, I was just tired from trying to make it. So at least to me, when he's saying taxes, yes, is he talking about monetary Uncle Sam taxes? Yes, but I also think he's talking about the pressures and ills in society that are being. Perpetrated by the people at the top, the Bill Gates of the world, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world, and the, the politicians and the snake oil salesmen, all that the stuff they're putting out there that's taxing everybody, everybody's uh, just attitudes and belief systems and, and all that. Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. Selling my soul, working overtime hours and bullshit pay. Amen, brother. When I think back on my time right out of college, my wife and I, Whitney and I, had when we moved to Louisville, we moved back to my hometown, Millsburg, Kentucky, for about two weeks, and I realized, like, oh, shit, there ain't nothing here for me. I ain't got no jobs. I didn't have a degree yet then. I'm about to head in. I'm about to be headed into the mines, and I'm probably on, you know, on that booger shirt like my daddy, like my daddy into the phone, and then. Gonna be uh, gonna be dead or in prison or whatever. I could feel the depression coming in. I caught it's like that. It was Appalachian Blues when they were headed in. But I think about the 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 ten years from the time I started working in Louisville, moved up here to the time that of the COVID shutdown. And I think about the grind and like I had two children along that way, was newly married along the way. And I honestly can't remember any of it. All I can remember is the grind. And all I can think about, I have to sometimes try to not think about it because it's like I get so sad and so like my thoughts become so dark on everything that I missed trying to like buy into the whole work 80 hours a week and yada yada and then when you turn 55 you retire and get a couple years of 
happiness before you get Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease and then waste away till you till you die. I mean, like my first two children, I don't really remember putting them to bed other than being frustrated and complaining all the time I was putting it, I was putting them to bed. I don't really remember walking on the street, holding my wife's hand, pushing the stroller, other than remembering the fact that I was trying to get it over as fast as I could so I could get home and get back to whatever it was I was doing at the time I was selling insurance. So, to me, what this what this uh, song is, honestly, it's a it is it's a rallying cry for all the working class people and below in this country, blacks, whites, Hispanics, union workers, coal miners, manufacturing workers. oil rig workers, nurses and teachers and, I mean, you name it. People working in pawn shops and gun shows and, like, it's just, it's just a, it's a rally cry for saying, listen, we can either keep, do, we can either keep doing what we're doing and, like, letting people like Joe Biden, Andy Bashir, you know, or even, you know, other popular Republican names that are establishment types with, la- with the last name Bush and Reagan and all. Like, we can either continue to let them control the narrative or we can just block these people out and cut out all the stupid nonsense rhetoric and then, like, acting like all of us are terrible bigots and racists and homophobes and all because, just because we don't want our little girls having to use bathrooms with little boys. It's a rally cry for all of us just to cut out the bullshit and just, let's just talk, man. People from the hood, the holler. People go to the Black Baptist Church. People go to the White Pentecostal Church. The Hispanic, the Catholic Hispanics. I'm, I mean, I, I really think this song, and I think, and I know what I'm calling for, is, is honestly for a new electorate to emerge. A population of working class people, rough, raw around the edges, or I guess raw and rough around the edges, people that don't always bring the, the right vocabulary, the right vernacular, don't always enunciate, people that say curse words, still, but still go to church, you know, people that have been wrapped up in the game, have made their way out or are trying, trying to do right by their people, people with ex- with old convict with prison convict jail convictions and criminal convictions that are trying to make trying to make a better life, trying to be there for their for their kids. I showed you that that video of Jelly Roll a couple week couple of days ago in jail and all the like black dudes and white dudes and everybody just sing just sing his songs. It was awesome. Well that's I mean, that's what this is. So this is the same thing. What what's ha- what he's singing about here is the same top lyrics that Tupac was singing about in the late nineties. What the NWA was singing about in the late eighties, early nineties. It's a it's a cultural revolution, putting the man, the establishment, on notice that we are fed up and we are not going to put up with the bullshit anymore. 
And if you don't agree with anything I just said, it's a great song, and you cannot deny that. So I'm, I'm interested to know what y'all think. If I'm totally off base in my, uh, in my um, reflections here on my opinions on the, on the, on the music. And so uh, email me, tweet at me, call me, text me, whatever. I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear your feedback. Follow me, here on, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on YouTube. Way too much to RMC. I'm also over on Rumble. Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So y'all have a great rest of your evening. We'll talk soon.